0: Yo, welcome to Cocktails of Kodak. We're back for another episode. Episode two. Today's featured drink. We're gonna keep things simple today. It's just a vodka gimlet, and that's just vodka with limes. I prefer fresh limes, but you can use lime juice if you need. Episode two hurt people hurt people excited to be back with you guys for another fucking episode so i want you to understand that this is the perfect pit stop to your weekend plans now let's get on with the show all right i want to jump right into it beyonce who voiced nala last year in the lion king has released a one minute teaser for her new visual album titled blackest king so i saw it over the weekend and it was pretty fucking cool i see i'm always here for beyonce right i'm always here for her visuals and she does no wrong to me as an artist i know beyonce gets a lot of hate but i can fuck with her and does she she might get a little overwhelming sometimes but she knows how to take her breaks so she has this new visual album coming out uh streaming on Disney Plus uh July 31st I believe. Yep, this month. And so they say that Black is King is like a celebratory memoir for the world on the Black experience. It's an album that reimagines lessons of the Lion King for today's young kings and queens in search of their own crowns. So Disney partnered with Beyoncé's Parkwood and this is the statement that I'm reading here. So it further says the film is a story for the ages that informs and rebuilds the present. A story of how the people left most broken have an extraordinary gift and a purposeful future. And the album says it's um, going to feature none other than Childish Gambino, Kendrick Lamar, my favorite, Pharrell, and Jay Z. And this is one of my new favorites. She. She's been popping up everywhere On on Beyonce projects Blue Ivy Carter is scheduled to make an appearance I I don't know if she's going to be singing If she's going to be dancing I mean, she's not dancing It's a visual album, so I don't know what she's going to be doing But she's she's on the track Listing as a featured artist So that's pretty cool, so I'm excited for that And, like I said Beyonce does no wrong To me when it comes to visuals And she's also the Executive producer the director and the project is entirely written by her. Apparently, that's what it says here on the, on the show notes. Here, all right, so I'm excited for that album, and I think that'd be a good birthday gift. Now, my birthday is July 28th, so feel free send me some cash app. it's very easy. Oh, that boy, anyway. So, um, next in a hot topic selection, here I got do you guys know Jenny Slate? Jenny Slate, she's known for doing voiceovers, and she was in uh, Zootopia and The Secret Life of Pets. If you know her name, if you don't know her name, you probably know the voices, the characters that she's voiced. If you're familiar with Gidget, Gidget from The Secret Life of Pets, yes, she's a little white, sassy Pomeranian. That's Jenny Slate. Well, Jenny Slate announced on her Instagram that she's going to no longer be playing the role of Missy on Netflix big show. Sorry netflix show big mouth now that is due to the character on the show being biracial while slate is white so apparently she felt uncomfortable i guess with with how the climate is right now and she basically said she doesn't want to play this this role anymore and she would like for a biracial actress or a biracial actress to come in and play that part so I, i and honestly i honestly think that's pretty cool so i understand that Uh, Let me read this, this clip that she says here at the start of the show. I reasoned with myself that it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white as am I, but Missy is also black and black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. I was engaging in the act of erasure of black people. Ending my portrayal of Missy is one step in a lifelong process of uncovering the racism in my actions i honestly think this is great her exit in that role and now mind you a role that she's played since 2017 in order for uh that character to be recast with a black actress i'm i'm here for it i think i think it's a step in the right direction and i kind of think that 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 kind of decision opens the door for more inclusion and diversity in hollywood for black and brown people anyway so i think that's very important now, some's going to argue about this because on that same show, there is a character named Diane Birch, right? Now, she's one of the main characters, and she's white on the show, but her, her voice is voiced by Maya Rudolph. Now, Maya Rudolph is biracial, so some's, some's going to argue and say, well, why isn't she switched out? Well, the, you got to think about it. Jenny came to the producers and wanted to switch her role because she didn't feel comfortable in that position, And and call me crazy or hypocritical But I don't see anything wrong with with Maya Angelou I'm sorry, I keep saying Maya Angelou (laughs) Maya Rudolph um, Portraying or voicing A white character Because she is biracial And furthermore, you gotta understand A lot of our black voices Are blocked from Hollywood So I don't really see an issue with it And you might call me hypocritical And I can see where you're going with it But I don't care so anyway <laughs> Yeah I think that, Like I said I think this is a good Step in the right direction And actually This is actually Not the only show That's done something like this There's another show That um, What is it called Central Park Central Park Now this is This is another show Another animated show Where Where the voice Of a white a black girl Was played by Kirsten Bell This is what Hollywood does Right And And I If, I, if I'm If I recall correctly uh, and this is not an animation But Emma Stone Back in 2015 She was in a movie called Aloha And she was portraying An Asian An Asian woman a, a Hawaiian Asian woman But this is like this is what I'm saying I, I think that is mis- misrepresentation I think it's important That racialized characters Even the animated ones Are played by the actors From their communities That they're representing I think it's important and even the co-producers of that show that Jenny Slate was on came to her defense and, and they released a statement. Let me go ahead and read that. They say, and I quote, we sincerely apologize for and regret our original decision to cast a white actor to voice a biracial character. We look forward to being able to explore Missy's story with even greater authenticity in the years to come. Are y'all familiar with Shane Dawson? Well, he's one of the biggest stars on the platform of YouTube, right? Now, but he's been problematic for years. This dude has racked up billions of views on YouTube. Like I said, but for all the wrong reasons, he's he's done blackface. Yep. He's mocked people with disability. Yep. He's joked about uh, sexualizing minors. Yeah. This is the dude that we're talking about. This is the type of dude that we're talking about. So this this dude, right? He's 31 years old. He took to his YouTube account on Friday. He shared a 20-minute apology video entitled Taking Accountability, where he kind of spoke on like his past use of blackface and, and saying the N-word and, and joking about like kids and stuff like that. He blamed it a lot on depression and he was a totally different person. This, that, and the third. Let me let you guys hear a clip of what Shane had to say.
1: so sorry i am so sorry to anybody that saw that and that also saw that people were lifting me up and were saying you're so funny shane oh my god you're so funny like i, I can't even put myself in that head i can't even imagine what it would be like to be black and to see this white fucking guy do blackface And the whole internet at that time being like, LOL, that's insane. And I am so sorry. I don't know how to even fully apologize because it almost, it seems like something that is uh, irredeemable or I don't know the right word, but it's something that I shouldn't even be able to get out of. I should lose everything for that.
0: But it wasn't until Jaden and Jada Pinkett Smith called him out over the weekend After a video surfaced, mind you, of him sexually gratifying himself to a photo, a poster of an 11-year-old Willow Smith that then YouTube took notice. Let me let you hear what Jaden had to say. Jaden saying in a tweet over the weekend, Shane Dawson, I'm disgusted by you. You sexualizing an 11-year-old who happens to be my sister is the furthest thing from funny and not okay in the slightest bit. Jada followed up with, To Shane Dawson, I am done with the excuses. And since then, Target has removed his books from their shelves. On Tuesday, YouTube has demonetized his accounts. And this, these are the ramifications of doing things for shock value. There is no amount of depression... That can justify you sexualizing children And I don't care about the blackface I'm okay with you being ignorant enough To use the blackface And continue to use it And you think it's a quote unquote joke And it's funny I'm okay with that Yeah But when you sexualize children That's a whole different level That's a whole different cancellation for me And I don't believe in cancel culture like that 98% of the time I don't But that 2% Oh, you got all 2% just now. And speaking of Jada Peek Smith, I want to move on from Shane Dawson and jump into a topic that is, that has the internet as we speak on fire. So a few days ago, August Alsina sat down with Angela Yee and he claimed to not only have a relationship with Jada Peek Smith, who's, mind you, married to Will Smith, but that Will allegedly gave him his blessings towards the relationship, allegedly. I want you to take a listen to this now.
1: Right. What was the real situation with Jada Pickett-Smith? Because I don't know if you were pursuing her or you guys had just a close family type of relationship,
0: and I would love for you to be able to shed that. I actually sat down. With Will and had a conversation due to the transformation from their marriage to life partnership that they've spoken on several times, and it, you know, not involving romanticism. Mm -hmm. He gave me his blessing, and I, I totally gave myself to that relationship for years of my life, you know, and I truly and really, really deeply loved and have a ton of love for her. Um, I I devoted myself to it. I gave my full self to it. Now, mind you, when I first saw this, I wasn't surprised at all, largely because this relationship has been on my radar for a few years now, and I kind of I kind of knew it was a relationship Way back when I remember I used to see Them on like Vacation together It would just be August And Jada No Will No Jaden No Willow And that kind of Raised an eyebrow To me then You know what I'm saying But like If you guys remember Last year August released a song Called Nunya And it was a song That was As blatant as day About Jada Pinkett Smith He even used Her middle name in a text message thread and a meme from Jada Pinkett in a movie it was clear as day that it was about Jada Pinkett Smith and so again like I said this is no surprise to me but to me it always seemed like maybe Jada and August was like fuck buddies you know what I'm saying and August caught feelings for Jada and Jada looked at him She, I'm sure she had feelings for him too right but I think she had feelings for him in a selfish way. You know, I think the way she came out the relationship was a little different than he came out the relationship. He was actually in love. While she had love for him, I think he was more in love with her. But he, she knew that it could never go nowhere because of that life, quote unquote, partnership that she has with Will Smith. He was at a vulnerable state in his life. So he he opened up. He gave his full self. As he said in that interview, he gave his full self in that relationship, but I don't think that August would have been able to be his full self in that kind of relationship. You get you get what I'm saying? He was too too deep into something that he had no no knowledge on. It's very hard to be in an open relationship. One, and all parties all parties involved have to be on the same accord. August wasn't on that accord For some reason I don't feel like he was on that accord I think he wanted He knew the transition between Will and Jada Going from marriage to life partnership And he thought he could slide his way in And make and make her his whole everything And he gave himself And I felt bad for him I really did Just listen to that interview I felt bad for him Because I, I felt his pain I've been through what he's been through you know what i'm saying and it was kind of uncomfortable because it's brought back so many memories but um i don't honestly speaking of comfortability i don't think august was comfortable being in that situation i don't think he was comfortable knowing that he could not have her as a trophy you get what i'm saying he couldn't show her off and he would have been in the shadows i don't think that was comfortable for his mindset you know what I'm saying but And, and it sucks like I said it, it sucks when you love somebody And you give your all to that person And they don't reciprocate that back You know what I'm saying That's a bad feeling That's not a good place to be in And it can fuck you up mentally and physically Which it kind of did to August But as for August I pray for his healing Because he's definitely going to need it Again I know how that feels And I know the detriment that he Yeah I, I know that feeling So anyway Um, I pray for August, and I pray for him to find love the right way and with the right person because he seems like a good dude. He'll get over it. It's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of a long time, but he's eventually going to get over that if he hasn't already. Well, I think that about wraps it up for our Hot Toddy segment, and I want to get into another segment that I have on the show is Drunk Confessions. All right, so this is Drunken Confessions. This is the segment where you guys send in your letters to me, and I will give advice to you. So when you send in your letters, send them to kodakboy at kidunot.com. You can either send them in anonymously, or you you can put your name down. Whatever is totally up to your comfortability. But in order for this segment to take place, I need the letters from you guys. So again, send your letters in to kodakboy at com. that is k-o-d-a-k-b-o-i at k-i-d-d-u-n-o-t.com moving on we're going to go right into our last call segment At this time, I need to announce its last call at the bar. Oh! Now, I could have sworn, Mr. Cruz, we've had this conversation before. Once or twice, particularly this year. I thought we had this conversation. In fact, we did. And I thought the universe sent you that. But apparently, it did not. So today, and I didn't even realize I had any more energy left for you. But today, I got time. So, Terry Crews, you, not surprisingly, face backlash yet again, this time for your comments regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, for some reason, you always have something so off the wall to interject into a conversation that had nothing to do with you in the first place. You felt the need to take to your Twitter account today, well, a couple days ago, and share. Let me see this bullshit-ass tweet. Here it goes. And I quote... If you are a child of God, you are my brother and my sister. I have family of every race, creed, and ideology. We must ensure Black Lives Matter does not morph into Black Lives better. I'm confused. The people want to know. Now, naturally, many people push back against your statement because what you tweeted distorted the real meaning behind the Black Lives Matter movement. You are the direct detrimental progress to our society you could have left that last sentence out you are so centered in your whiteness that you don't even understand what's going on in your own community we're not trying to be better we're trying to be equal we want to be treated fairly we're trying to not be killed by the police and I speak on half of the black community when I say this we understand that you have this weird fucking dedication to centering your whiteness so much to the fact like I said you're so blinded By what's going on in your fucking backyard that you don't even see what's going on with your black people we understand that right but what we won't tolerate anymore is you us coming for to your rescue and you shitting on us in the end you got on roland martin's unfiltered show and showed how much
1: of a coon you really are and this is like a third reconstruction and that this reconstruction has to include every voice in America, the Native American, the Asian, the Hispanic, the, the white, the, everybody has to be included. And what happens, though, is if you exclude these people and say, hey, you know what, this is our movement, this is our time. You know what happens? Resentment builds. And resentment really, really breeds a self righteous. You know, it's kind of like a self-righteousness that's really, really dangerous, man. Yeah, first of all, can we have power? Well, all I'm saying is, in your mind, we are talking about social and economic and political answers to a spiritual problem. If we don't get this right now, spiritually, we are gonna be all in this thing all over again, battling, and I don't wanna go from one oppressor to the next. First of all, I was never scared of the KKK growing up. Never. You know what I was scared of? I was scared of that gang member. I was scared of that drug dealer. And I had to walk through to get to my school every day that I had to fight to get in and try to make it work.
0: I had enough of your bullshit, Terry. It's not about you having your own opinion. And no, and no, this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement is not about inclusion of other races that are aren't being killed. This is about Do you fucking understand? This movement is about Black and brown people Staying alive This is not about an inclusion of other races You got on that show For 35 minutes Speaking to the black community That is not your strong suit Nobody has the time for your derailed Racial injustice conversations And I understand that That you're hurt But hurt people hurt people So whenever you are in the midst of a conversation that deals with police brutality, social injustice, or protesting, just back away from the conversation because, again, you are too rooted in your whiteness to understand what's going on. Now is not the time to push a different narrative about a movement that affects so many people on so many different levels. And honestly, this really isn't the time for you to make this situation about you. Addressing how you felt about black gang members when you were 13 years old? Grow the fuck up, Terry. It's 2020, and we as a community have bigger fish to fry. You're either with the movement or against it. It's simple as that. If you do not know the system, the system is built for us to fail, to keep us oppressed. The system is built in the fabric of racism. Even the show you work on, the system has to change If we're talking about equality, and yes, speaking of Black Lives Better, we look at ourselves to get better and do better. So yes, Black Lives Better, since you could not explain it correctly, this movement is about racial equality and fighting to keep our brothers and sisters alive. So if you don't think that we all deserve the rights of humanity, I kindly ask you, from the kindness of my heart to shut the fuck up. Because it's very clear how racial oppression works. I lived it. I research it. I see it happen in front of my eyes every single day. Wake the fuck up, Terry. I yield my time. I'm sorry I let this corny dude take me to a level of frustration that I didn't need to get to. But has been problematic in our community for several months now and maybe several years but I'm just taking notice of it I think I'm going to wrap up the show here I do want to thank you guys for tuning in this week another episode we made it through Whew. last call segment baby cocktails with Kodak send your letters in Kodak Boy at Kid You I love you guys. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.